blood moon has risen. It is time to tell stories of the strange and sometimes terrifying. A black cat brings us a true story. A vampire bat bites into a tall tail. An owl flies in a story from another world. Greetings. This is Blood Moon Podcast. I'm your Blood Moon host, Andrew Carey. If you enjoy our show, please spread the word and subscribe. Blood Moon Podcast is on Apple Podcast, Amazon Audible, Google Podcast, Podbean, and Spotify. We are seeking to bring to life strange stories. If you have a story you want to share, please make your submission at bloodmoonpodcast.com. Now it is time to follow the Black Cat to 19th century Ireland. You will witness the death of the Baron. August 5th, 1801, had been an eventful day for Sir Jonah Barrington and his wife, Lady. On the previous evening, Lady Barrington accepted an invitation to a dinner party at the home of Robert Cunningham, also known as Baron Rossmore. Sir Jonah and Lady Barrington spent the day traveling to Baron Rossmore's home in Mount Kennedy. Even though the Baron is 75 years of age, he appears to be in good health and spirits. At midnight, the couple bid the Baron good night and retire to their room. They assume that they will rejoin Baron Rossmore in the morning of August 6th. Baron Rossmore was the son of Colonel David Cunningham of Scotland and Margaret Callender of Craigforth. He would follow in his father's footsteps and serve in the British Army. Eventually, he became a general and served as Commander-in-Chief of Ireland. Now he is the first Baron Rossmore. The Baron had become good friends with Sir Jonah Barrington, a judge of the High Court of Admiralty.
It is two in the morning. Jonah stirs in bed as an odd cry rouses him. The sound rolls through the air and becomes more plaintive. Jonah becomes unnerved and wakes his wife, who immediately notices the sound. Perhaps it is a harp, she suggests. The tone changes, in which they could feel the reverberations. It was not a natural sound, nor could I make out the point from whence it came. Jonah would later write. A maid would join the couple as they look out the bedroom window. In the moonlight, they could clearly see the garden below as the sound turns into a deep, heavy, throbbing sigh. In sheer terror, the maid flees to her quarters, leaving the bewildered couple alone in their room. Now the Barringtons feel the fear that had stricken the maid. After a half hour, the heinous cries subside, and the stillness of the dark early morning resumes. Lady Barrington pleads to her husband not to mention the incident to anyone in Mount Kennedy. He agrees, and they climb into bed, hoping to find sleep. Jonah jolts out of bed. His mind instantly replays the distressing cries from hours earlier. He opens the door to see the pale face of his frightened servant. Oh, sir, what's the matter? Is anyone dead? Jonah asks. The servant proceeds with a disturbing story. Lord Rossmore's footman was running past in great haste and told me in passing that my lord, after coming from the castle, had gone to bed in perfect health. About half after two this morning, his own man hearing a noise in his master's room went to him and found him in the agonies of death. And before he could alarm the other servants, his lordship was dead. Jonah Barrington wrote of the experience in his memoir, personal sketches of his own time. He believed that a banshee of Gaelic lore was a harbinger of Baron Rossmore's demise. Some people also believe the spirit has returned over the years to herald the death of every heir to Baron Rossmore. Welcome back. Rob in Florida has a black cat story to share. This true experience is called Uninvited Guests.
March of 2007, my wife Jill and I got married in front of friends and family in historic Salem, Massachusetts. The ceremony and reception were held at a well-known location, the Hawthorne Hotel. When the reception ended, Jill and I headed to our room. Along the way, we were commenting on the hotel's history and admiring the antiques in the hallway. We talked a little bit about how some people have said that the hotel is haunted. But we didn't think much more of it. In our room, we sat down on the bed and started to open up cards from our guests. When suddenly, one of the doors slammed shut. It startled us. However, it was an old building, and we assumed it was just the wind. I got up and closed the door. We continued to open the cards. A couple of minutes later, the door slammed shut again. I looked at Jill. She said, You must not have closed it all the way. I was sure that I did. I got up and closed the door and made sure it was shut tightly. Then we went back to the cards. As I looked around the room, I glanced at the window. The window was split into quarters with dividers. All of a sudden, the upper left quadrant froze. Although it can be cold in that time of year, for one portion of the window to freeze was very strange. I pointed it out to Jill as I walked towards the window. As I got closer, the freeze disappeared as though it didn't exist. The door slammed again. Jill and I just looked at each other. I didn't bother with the door this time. After a long day and what could be a long night, we decided it was time to sleep. As we started to doze off, we both heard jazz music playing. We didn't know where it was coming from. It sounded like it was being played through one of those old gramophones, snapping and crackling. Almost like it was lulling us to sleep. Did you enjoy your stay? Perhaps you're in the comfort of your own home. And if you are in bed, you may not want to fall asleep. 
because Cheryl in Massachusetts will lead you into the abyss. When I was 20 years old, I had my first experience with what would be considered sleep paralysis. One day, I was feeling very ill and called out of work. Instead of getting into my bed, I chose to sleep in my parents' room because it was more comfortable. I fell asleep with my arms crossed, which is something I never do. When I woke up, I could not uncross my arms. My entire body was paralyzed. Then I felt the sensation of falling into a dark abyss. There was an evil presence as well, and I thought it was the devil. I struggled and fought to regain movement because I feared that if I fell into the abyss, I'd be lost forever. I didn't want the evil to take me. With all of my strength, I was able to break free of the invisible restraints. This type of experience would continue to occur throughout my life every now and then. The last time it happened was about one or two years ago. I was sleeping on the sofa and my mother was sleeping in her room. Again, I awoke but couldn't move. The sensation of falling into the abyss and the vile presence returned. I began screaming. My screaming woke up my mother, which prompted her to come to my aid. Her appearance enabled me to break free of the paralysis. I had been tested for sleeping disorders such as narcolepsy. Sleep paralysis can be a symptom of this disorder. A neurologist told me that being in a deep REM sleep can momentarily paralyze your body in order to protect itself from sudden movements. I've heard that if you call for Jesus to help, you can break free of the paralysis. The blood moon is setting. If you enjoyed this episode, please review and subscribe to the show. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Minds, and on Stellar. There you will be kept up to date on what's new with Blood Moon Podcast. You can find the links below the episode's description. 
Thank you for listening.